Hello there, it's Jamila Jamel. Take a deep breath. Let your breath out slowly to the count of six. One, two, three, four, five, six. Do you feel better? Well, on my podcast, I Weigh, this month we'll be exploring ways to tackle mental health and feel better with guests like Simon Sinek from The Optimism Company, therapist Vienna Farron, comedian Neil Brennan, and many more. Listen to I Weigh wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, peeps. Help Me Be Me is underfunded and needs your help. If you enjoy listening to this or it helps you at all, please visit helpmebeme.com and click donate or visit me on Patreon. Thanks. Hi friends, it's Sarah May. This is a power-up I'm calling Digital Diet Challenge. So first of all, I'm sorry about using the word diet. I know it's got a lot of baggage and it feels negative, but that was really the best descriptor. I think we all have a bit of a snacking problem when it comes to checking smartphones and email and wasting time on social media. So this is like a challenge for everyone um, or an exercise. It's basically to set your brain on a different track in the way that you think about your devices. I'm going to preface this by saying this isn't about removing smartphones or social media from your life. It's just about becoming aware of how you are actually feeling about it currently so that you can be more conscious in the way you integrate it into your life. And according to a lot of research, checking social media and smartphones in general are an addiction that we have collectively. And we are largely unconscious of that. Like you might know that rationally, but you might not know that how how that integrates into your life on a day to day basis. And we also don't really know how much it makes us into. I don't know if you can hear a crying baby. Stand by. Be right back. And I'm back. Um. Okay. So we don't realize when we're checking our phones that we become more mentally cluttered and stressed and less present and more depressed. Smartphones and social media lessen our in-person, face-to-face socialization and our interactions, and they increase a sense of loneliness. So again, this is not about getting rid of phones and social media. It's about placing it in a more limited appropriate, deliberate box, not letting it overtake your person. So it's not overshadowing your real life. It's more a complement to your real life. And the reason I'm doing this episode is because I read this nationwide study done in America, um, was done about Gen Z or iGen depending on what you read. Um, It's basically the people that have grown up with just smartphones, like smartphones existed their entire life. 
I don't want to bum you out, but the depression rate has skyrocketed, the suicide rate has tripled in girls, and it's being called a, a mental health crisis. And I know you didn't listen to this episode to be bummed out, so I'm going to skip over this part. I just wanted you to know the context. There's definitely causation of depression between social media and depression. It's, it's not correlation. It's, it does make you bummed out. And um, that's because of a lot of specific things. It makes you aware of all the best of what everybody else is doing. And it also makes you feel outside of other people, like excluded. It increases the feeling of that. Anyway, that's just my what I'm adding to this study. That's my addition to it. And the reason I'm doing this episode is because I can actually see those feelings. I can, I can relate to those feelings. And I'm guessing you might have similar feelings. Well, I guess we'll find out. So this is a challenge for you to do because I want you to become more conscious about how your devices and how social media affects you and how it is changing you. So for, this is the challenge. I want you to, for a day or maybe a week even, start to become just more conscious about the role and the emotions your smartphone uh, creates and plays in your life. That's it. Because we don't recognize that our brains are so um, subtly causing us to crave social media and crave our phones. And we're getting lots of little hits of dopamine all the time. I want you to start to recognize when you're doing it, as with any habit loop. The more you do it, the more you grow addicted to it. So we're basically reinforcing whatever addictions we have to this in ourselves currently. And um, as with any thought loop that is unconscious, you start to affect the sum of your life. It becomes a part of you. So I want you to take a snapshot of your brain right now. What's going on in there? Is there a lot of chatter? Is all of your brain with you here? Or is part of your brain somewhere else? Like, are you kind of skipping from now till yesterday, now until tomorrow, now till email, now till... That's kind of the, the fractured state of mental presence that I think our smartphones are contributing to. Like we're constantly split, we're constantly distracted. One of my favorite things I've ever heard is uh, this: a Buddhist monk said this to me. Where your mind goes, your life goes. So wherever your brain is today, that's where your life's path is headed. So in basic terms, that means a cloudy version of presence. What I also want to point out to you is the more time you spend on your phone or on a screen the less time you spend in real life. And I'm not saying, again, that I want you to eliminate it altogether because there's a lot of great stuff that comes from your phone. I just want to help you put it in its place, which is it's not running you, it's not ever-present, and your life is not being guided by your unconscious habits. More, I just want you to be present and deliberate and specific about what you do with your life and use your devices consciously so that it just, you stay out of a cloud 
so you stay out of a fog. And I think this will also lessen any peripheral depression that it's causing you, because FOMO is a real thing. Um, what I take on this study that I read, the iGen study, is that we as a broader society are also being caused to get um, just more of a heightened awareness of where we are not and what we have no control over. And that causes us to feel isolated, disempowered, and lonely. And it also reinforces us uh, hiding behind a wall. Like you might find yourself not wanting to chat on the phone because it feels abrasive. It feels like we have to work really hard. In reality, it's a good thing to put out that energy and to put out that effort instead of texting. But in the moment, it feels challenging. It feels hard. So it's, it's just, it's like gambling or addiction of any kind. Your brain wants to go where the easy chemicals flow. And I think we're getting duped into doing things that don't make us happier or feel better about our friendships and about our life because our brain is kind of following chemical pathways. And on a superficial level, it also makes us think we're not will living well enough. You might find yourself growing resentful towards your friends um, because of their vacations or whatever it is. And maybe I'm just talking about myself. <laughs> but my point is, I want you to take your power back, and I want you to be deliberate about curating your world and your life starting by just doing a digital diet. So here we go. A couple steps I want you to take. The first one, Instascan. Get it? <laughs> it's like Instagram. I want you in the next day or so, at, this is the tool, I want you to scan through your Instagram, but before you do that, I want you to tell yourself to observe your body and your emotions. I want you to take mental notes. Ask yourself how things are making you feel as you scan through them, as you swipe through them, whatever the fucking word would be. I also recommend extending this into a journal entry. Just recognize the sensations in your body and recognize the emotions that come up. Translate them directly. They might be things like uh, longing, annoyance, Boredom, resent, I wish I was there. I wish I had things like this. I feel like everybody does blank. It's just more about recognizing um, just the most common feelings that come up for you while you look through your feed. I also want you to, I also want you to examine why you are liking things and why you are commenting on things. Is it, I like this thing or is it, I feel like I want them to know I liked this thing. Just little mental notes like that. All of this, I have no idea what your answers will be. Your answers might be totally different than mine. The main thing is just awareness. I want you to become intimate with what's really going on in your body in all of these typically automatic moments. Cool. Next tool is called iCocaine. And if that triggers you, I want you to call it iSlot. Meaning slot machine. I said slot. And if that triggers you, then let's call it iNewport. 
or I, the grossest cigarette you can imagine. I used to smoke Newports. That's why I said that. Um, or I snack. How about I snack? Neutral. Okay, so the this tool is, um, this is really for some, something for you to start doing right now. I want you to mentally notate the moments when you are going for a hit or a snack or pulling the slot machine lever or going for a bump <laughs> or a smoke, whatever it is. I really want you to conceptualize the fact that you are getting mini highs out of your phone and your feed and checking your inbox. In the moment you reach for your phone, next, stop for a moment. Just pause before turning it on or opening the, clicking on whatever. And just become conscious of the feeling of craving in your body. See where that craving lives, like what part of your body. Um, and just sit with it. Like go into it. Really examine it. For me, it's usually in the center of my chest, and it feels like uh, urgency or energy and, I don't know, like, not anxiety, but just like agitation. So the next step after you've paused and you're recognizing where it is in your body is I want you to see how it feels to abstain from that action, to stop. So basically, you're not going to check. You're not going to go through the feed. You're not going to go through. You're not, you're not going to open whatever you're going to open. I want you to hold back from checking it and just sit in the feeling, um, whatever it is, and allow the quality of that feeling to just be fully in your body and notice it. What is it? Describe it to yourself. And then allow it to pass. And that's the hard part. Is like your brain will still be like, okay, I did the exercise. Now I want to check my email. I should, I should, I should really know what's up. But like know that that sense of urgency, that need, that craving will pass. It just takes a few minutes. And it feels like a lot longer. So the goal of this exercise is to skip as many arbitrary hits as you can. For example, um, I find myself checking my email unconsciously all the time or like logging into accounts to check my accounts all the time. And now I stop and I remind myself, do I really need to do that? Cause I'm usually just going for a dopamine hit. My brain is going for the dopamine hit. And usually I don't need to do any of it, but it's like, I, I could probably say I've shed, I don't know, an extra 12 or 13 checkings every day. <laughs> like just those are the ones I recognize. Um, and that's just me. The opposite might be true for you. Um, so this is really just about awareness. That's it. Cause what happens when you simplify things and when you become more, more deliberate and specific with your time, you actually get more out of that time. I forgot what the statistic was, but like the amount of energy you expend by switching gears, you, you basically reduce your productivity and your focus and your glucose, your blood glucose, the most valuable gold in the world, by a half or a third. Just by switching gears to check something, you've already reduced your ability to get back up to like the pace you were at before in whatever you were focused on before. So it's hurting you in a lot of ways. Um, and I know like I'm talking about 
the negatives of the dopamine hits of social media, but you might find also just in this practice of becoming more conscious that the opposite is also helpful. Like sometimes when I'm really exhausted, I'm like in my head, I say like, I just need a little hit of dopamine and I'll like go through my feed because I'm looking for that buzz in my brain. So use it the way you want to use it, what I'm saying. All right, the next tool I have for you is called the checking section. Get it? It's like the smoking section. <laughs> I don't know if they even have those anymore anywhere. <laughs> um, but they used to have smoking sections in restaurants and stuff. Anyway, this is the other thing I want you to try. I want you to try designating an increment of time or a time of day that you are going to check your email and check your social media. This is about just giving yourself um, some quiet time or some focus, focus time. So uh, it might be something really small, like I'm going to complete this assignment. I'm going to complete this project. I'm going to complete this hanging out with my kid hour um, without checking my phone or without checking social media. Whatever it is, decide you're going to put yourself on a setting and then you're going to designate your phone only for certain hours of the day or certain, you know, after the good part of my life moments. I hope that all made sense. Um, yeah, okay, so that's it. And, and like I feel like what will happen is your brain will want to go to that thing and your brain will resist it. But then as soon as you've just gotten in the habit of it, you will feel like the quality of your presence during that moment or during whatever you're doing is it's like you've given yourself permission to just be there. It'll feel like a relief. And the last tool I have is practice discomfort. I should have thought of a better name for that, but it's basically... One of the side effects of being on our phones all the time and being in social media all the time is we forget how we can just be awkward and be in person without a phone. And so this is really just to build up that muscle. Um, I want you to attempt to go somewhere or be in even just the elevator for five minutes <laughs> or one minute, <laughs> depending on the elevator, where you are not with your phone and you're not checking your phone, you're not using it as a prop. Just deliberately in your mind, choose to be in that moment and do nothing and sit with the social awkwardness of not knowing what to look at, not knowing what to do. And this is again about feeling the feelings in your body, um, knowing you have unconscious drives and being okay with that discomfort. Because right now I think we all treat our phones like a, a smoking habit. We treat it like a veil, a way to not be vulnerable. And vulnerability is like what builds strength and also gives us the feelings of great reward and um, depth that we get from humanity, from being around people. Um, it comes with feeling, you know, human and flawed. So it's like, I, what you want, I want you to do is lean into the flaws, put it that way. So I hope all that made sense. Um, I'm a little cracked out right now. So I think I made sense. Um, so yeah, 
And in, before I close, I want to thank my latest sponsors. Natalie, I saw your name pop up. You gave me such an amazing donation. You're so sweet, and I'm so grateful. And hope you're doing awesome. Um, and then Kristen, thank you as well for your amazing donation. I love you guys. And anyone out there who has the means, donations really help me out. They really help me make this show. And they are uh, always greatly appreciated. And if you don't have the means, totally understand. If you have the time, I would love a review on iTunes. Those also help me out a lot. So in closing, I wanted to say, um, I don't want to make your life harder. I want to make it better. I just, this is really about creating more mental space for yourself and making your time and your focus sacred and specific. Where your mind goes, your life goes. Um, we create a lot of mental clutter for ourselves and we expend a lot of extraneous energy on things that don't deserve it. And we also get really easily programmed by energy saving habits. So if something's relieving stress, we'll tend to do it without thinking about it. And sometimes it's not making us feel happier in our lives. Um, so I hope you try this and I hope it helps you and I hope you get more of you back because what I think happens is we get into a fog and we start just getting kind of pervasively bummed. It's like we start to live in this mental um, version of reality that's like, you know, a, a mental manifestation of this digital world. And that's not your life. Your life is lived by your body and your connection to other human beings. So get back to life. And uh, if you want to read the studies I've been discussing, I'm going to put a link in the show notes. And uh, if you guys have any requests or thoughts or anything you wanted to share, reach out. I'm at yaywithme.com. I hope this helps you. And I send you my love. And don't forget to smile. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.